Today, we want to, uh, we've just got four verses. That's all we're looking at. So, well, that's not true. I'm sorry. Uh, the apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people. And all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and on mats so at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick. Those tormented by impure spirits and all of them all of them, all of them, all of them. <laughs> I mean, it says all, yeah, all of them were healed. So this is the third, for those of you who've been paying close attention, um, this is the third summation by Luke concerning the early church. I won't test you, I'll give you the answer. He says, you can thank me later. Um, you recall the first time, um, uh, not, not the first time, but the second time actually, was in the fourth chapter when Luke wrote concerning how the early church shared everything they owned. They had everything in common. And there was, it, was, it was just a different, different model of behavior. But prior to this, in the second chapter, he shared their commitment to community in fellowship, study, that's the teaching of the apostles, and prayer. Hey, think about that just, just for a second, you know, just for a second. I, I promise I won't be before you very long. As I was preparing this, I was like, I was just reflecting on the characteristics of the church. They were committed to being followers of Christ. They were, they were committed. They, they, they were committed, you know, as, as uh, someone said, I think it was Jesse Jackson at one time talking about the commitment between having a breakfast, you know, where you have a ham and eggs breakfast. You know, the, the chicken has one level of commitment. The pig has another level of commitment if you're having ham and eggs. Um, they were committed to the church. And it, it, it really caused me, as the, the deacons, we had our meeting this morning as I was sharing with them, um, is there a difference from what we read in the text or what we experience now? Um, or maybe ask it another way. Is the life I lead now different from what the text says? Just asking a question, that's all I'm doing. Is the life I lead and live now, the common thing we have, the thing that the, the common denominator, you know, the intersecting, if this is a Venn diagram, the circles that intersect are, we're believers in Jesus Christ. We're followers of the way. Um, there's a certain set of behaviors in the first century and there's a certain set of behaviors 
Now, if there is a difference, and if there's a difference, let me just ask. I'll just ask rhetorically, but not. Uh, why? Why? Why, why? why would there be a difference? Why is there a difference? The text might give a bit of insight. You know, look at the text. Even though incredible things were taking place, others did not sign up. Incredible things were taking place, but others did not sign up. Why? The text doesn't say. But it's reasonable to conclude they didn't sign up because there was a cost with signing up. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just looking at the text. That's, that's, uh, so, we, so far, so far, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not, uh, so far we haven't read of any physical costs for their faith. It's coming. It's coming. See, if we're not careful, we will, we will, well, the reason the folk didn't sign up is because they were scurred. Well, what was, what was, what, 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 how did fear enter into the equation? We read in the fourth chapter that the rulers and the elders and the teachers of the law addressed Peter and John about what they were doing and they told them to knock it off. That's what they did. They didn't beat them. They didn't put them in jail. They said, knock it off. Um, so I, again, I'm asking, why on the one hand would they hold in high regard generally what's going on. I like what I see. I like what's going on, but no one else got out in front with them together in Solomon's colonnade. You guys probably never, never thought about that. You probably were like, eh, well, you know, let's, let's keep moving on. Um, one theologian wrote about this aspect of the text. Though the details seem to be contradictory, the implication seems to be that only those who were completely committed to the Lord were courageous enough to enter into fellowship. You do know that there's, there's a difference. I can't think of the, it's got to keep it G-rated. Um, fear. Let me just, just move on before his, his Sister Meeks is not here. Uh, so Erica, Nate, you got to save me for myself. She is... <laughs> She, she would otherwise cut me a glance and like, no. No. Uh, fear, fear. This is a dictionary definition. An unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or threat. Fear, fear, fear. That's the, I guess that's the word in question for today. What is it that we are afraid of? What is it that I'm afraid of? Uh, I, may, I know I shared the story at, at my youngest daughter's passing at a memorial. I'll share it now if you haven't already heard it. Um, when they were little, when they were little, uh, and I was going through what I was going through in terms of 
divorce and just, just my whole world was just turned upside down. All upside down, Mo. And uh, when I had them, they would come, they had their own bedroom, trundle bed, but they were afraid uh, because out of their comfort zone. And so what I would do, I'd lay on the floor, grab the hand of my youngest, and we just, we'd fall asleep together. That's, 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 that's what you would do with children. But as they matured, they were no longer afraid. And they were able to adjust into that space and to, and to function and to fall asleep and to, and to wake up. And it, was, it, was, it, it, it wasn't always, they, they didn't always, they didn't stay in a state of fear. They, they, they matured and they, 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 they moved on. Um, state of the church, state of the church, the state of the church. I, what, I, what I sense, this is, and I could be all wrong, but I don't think I am. There seems to be a reluctance, read unwillingness, to be all in. I don't know if it's, it's, if it's fear of commitment, uh, a fear of, well, yeah, fear of commitment, the fear of the associated costs. See, see the, 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 in the text, the folks saw what was going on. They liked what was going on, but something held them back. They weren't willing to commit. They were afraid of something. I don't know what they were afraid of, but they were afraid of something. Uh, I remember uh, when I accepted my call. As I said again, I've, I've shared this with uh, Pastor Nate. I think I've shared with Io and Catherine. If not, you hear it now for the first time. Uh, anybody who says, I want to be a pastor is a fool. I, I said what I said and I'll double down. Anybody who says they want to be a pastor is a fool. You don't understand what it means to be pastoral in leadership. And that goes for those, as I was sharing with the deacons, same thing. You guys said you were called. You would lay, hands were laid on you. You received the call. You are a deacon. You are in every respect a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have been called. You didn't say, you know what? I could be a, I could be a truck driver. I could be a pastor. Let me give pastoring a try. And if that don't work out, then I'll, I'll be a truck driver. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. You respond to the call. It's, 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 it's a situation where, uh, not unlike Jeremiah, I can't shut up. I can't, I, I can't contain myself. It's like fire. Just bottled up in my, in my, in my bones. I remember asking my, my brother who's gone on to be with the Lord now, he was pastoring where we were ministering, I was ministering under him. And uh, it was mid thirties, I think. Uh, and uh, I, I finally, I finally responded to the call. And in my ignorance and naivete, I, I, I said, so what does it cost? And, uh, you know, thinking that, okay, there's, and there was, there, you know, it's, it's religious organization, you, you know, 
10 bucks or whatever. You got to get a license, you know? So, so there's a financial cost. And that's what I was thinking. He says, what does it cost? I asked, what, was it, what does it cost? He goes, not much, just your life. Just your life, not much, just your life. And it's like, I remember that, I, I never forgot that. It will cost you your life. Um, I shared with the deacons earlier today too, uh, again, we're, we're going somewhere. You know, I'm a fan of the late Timothy Keller, uh, pastor of the Redeemer Presbyterian uh, in Manhattan. Um, and he was talking about commitment. And he was sharing with uh, the, 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 the particular aspect he was trying to pull out was regarding financial commitment. And much like city church, it's like, we're not strong arming you. We're not it's just like oh, keeping a record. Well, see, uh, Sister White, we see that you've been a little short this year in your giving. So uh, you're going to have to kick that up, right? You know, uh, just, are, are you? I'm just asking. All right. <laughs> You know I'm kidding. God, you know I'm kidding. I just But his 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 comment was commitment should be felt. I'll say that again. Commitment should be felt. You should feel something to be committed to something. Let me say that let me give you a window to look through. I tell you, there's a lot of times when it's a whole lot easier to be single than to be married. I don't care what you say, all you single people, like flies on a screen. It's like, you, I wanna hurry up and get married, and then married people like, I wanna be single, you know? <laughs> don't know what you want. Don't know what you want. Just flies on a screen, just trying to get in the opposite way. Uh, commitment needs to be felt. And he was talking about that. If, if your commitment to the cause of the gospel isn't felt in a way that I can't go on a vacation because I can't go on a vacation this year because I committed to giving X number of dollars uh, for an HVAC project. I'm just saying. It needs to be felt. But where most of us live is in the a level of convenience. Oh, I could break you off 10 bucks because I got 100 in my pocket. It is a fact. This is, not, this is not Mark going out on a limb. This is a fact. The more affluent you are, the less you give. Oh, no, we're talking about money. No, it's reflective of a certain level of behavior. The more blessings that we accrue, the stingier we get. It's just like, what the heck? It's like, this is, it should be just the opposite. Scripture lets us know, to whom much is given, much is required. Read the fine print. If you don't want to give much, don't ask for much. Be pole. As a percentage of income, and I'm not telling you, again, if you forget, forget the money. It's like, I don't need your money. God doesn't need your money. Cattle on a thousand hills are his. I'm just telling you where you live and your level of commitment and the level of how in am I in? Well, if it's convenient for me and if it doesn't interfere with soccer practice and it's like, and if it is, then I can do it. It needs to be felt. 
I can't do it because I can't do what I would want to do on a personal, but I do it for the cause of Christ. Okay, I'm, 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 I, 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 I'm moving on. Uh, if my commitment doesn't impact me, how can my testimony impact others? I'm just asking. It just, it just doesn't even add up. Oh yeah, you can, you can, yeah, yeah. See, because that's, here, here's, the, here's the rub, here's the rub. Because when the rubber hits the road or whatever metaphor or analogy you want to use, when life happens, then it's like you can't lean on, well, I thought I, 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 I put enough chips on one side of the scale for, for God to break me off. Thing. Again, as I've said here, is I, I shared this when I was speaking at another ministry, uh, and I think I've shared here, uh, Here's the unstated deal we've struck with God. Here's the unstated deal we've struck with God. I, don't, I know you. I know you because you're like me. I pray, God does what I ask him. That's the deal, right? If you don't believe it, just check social media. You know, it's, it's, it's true, so it must be, it's there, so it must be true. I pray God does what I ask him. And then someone dies tragically. I didn't pray that. I thought I bought no death insurance. I, bought, I thought I bought uh, good, good uh, well-behaved kids insurance. I thought I bought job security insurance. See, what we think is commitment is just, it's not, I don't know what it is. It's just like, it's not commitment. It's just, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Anyway, you guys figured it out. Um, I'm, I'm just about done. I, I promise I am. Uh, here, here's the deal. God's will will be accomplished. You know that, right? Amen. You know that this way, and you know it in the text. Uh, the church grew. The church, even though I'm, I'm sitting in the cut and I'm, I'm pulling back, you know, I got alligator arms spiritually, uh, and I'm, 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 I'm holding back. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not willing to, I'm not willing to do the things I want to do, or, or that, you know, that's why, again, color ID is, uh, it's from the pit. Uh, it is... <laughs> I'm, t I'm telling you, I know you guys do. I know you. I, it is a fact. I know it's a, it's a you know, Pastor Meeks, nah. Nah. Nah, nah. That's okay. I mean, you may break my heart. I hope that makes you, makes you feel bad, but, but, but God's will will be done. Read the text. The church grew. The result, lives in the community was changed. The church grew. Lives and community were changed. So again, ask the question, what are we afraid of? What are we afraid of? What are we afraid of? What, 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 what are you afraid of? Failure? Fewer vacations? Not be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it? 
What, what are we, what, what's holding us back? What, what, what is holding us back? Well, you know, again, Jesus addressed that. It's like, you know, the guy said, I'll follow you, but let me first bury my father. It wasn't like the guy just died, you know, and it's like, hey, you mean I can't even deal with a funeral? No, no, that's not what he's talking about. His father's aged. He's like, there's a commitment. There's a level of responsibility I'll have. I got to wait until he gets old and, you know, a few years, and then he'll pass away. And then once, once, once my schedule frees up, when, when things get a little more cleared up, when I, I can see my way clear, then I'll follow you. See, and Jesus didn't say, I understand. Okay, I understand. He's like, let the dead bury the dead. Man, that's a cold shot. He's like, wait, you're gonna marry me or you're gonna marry him? Who are you marrying? You can only have one spouse, so to speak. Oh, I don't want to sign up for that kind of thing. That's why most don't. So, so I'm not. I love how Jesus, and I'm done. I pray this is this is it. This is the last slide. So what Jesus said, and it was in the context, this is your, your homework for today. I, Nate, Catherine, read the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. There'll be a test next week. Um, in the context of fellowship. Fear, all of that, where you live. Do not be afraid, little flock. I like that translation, little flock. For your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. You've got everything you need. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourself. He's telling you, you can provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail. Where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So what are we afraid of? What are we, City Church, what are we afraid of? Are we afraid of, are we, you know, again, um, as, I, as I've shared, I, there is no, God has blessed us as, as a ministry, financially, to, to be in a position to pay for panel upgrade, to, to do certain things. We, and again, there's, you, you haven't said, well, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a rally. Uh, you know, we need, we need a, a $10,000 line. We need a $5,000 line. We need a $1,000 line. Now, if you guys wanna line up and do it, that's fine. Silver box is there, but we ain't calling the line. So, so, the, so don't, so don't misconstrue, misconstrue what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I, we don't have the necessary funds to pay the check right now today for HVAC. But you know what? We're gonna have HVAC this year. You, I, I, you, you, I, I'm like Charles Barkley. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Why, why? Because you know people, it's like I know a couple of people, but I know the one who I really need to know No good thing will he keep from us. And again, that's just, see, 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 again, with Nehemiah, and, and again, we don't get caught up, you know me, I call this building a building, not a church, because you're the church. So don't get caught up in, oh, the church. No, you're the church. This is a building. 
the wall was a stand-in for the rebuilding of the people and the relationship with God. Oh, they had to build the wall. We needed to raise funds for the wall. No, that was, no, no. The, the be, it, be it electrical panel or HVAC, those are opportunities. They give you windows to look through to see. It's, it's God said to me, what's in your hand? A staff. Stand here. Just, be, just shut your mouth. Stand there and just watch God move. I'm getting ready to split this sea. You're gonna walk on dry land. I'm gonna drown the Egyptians. Everything's gonna be wonderful. Watch me do what I do. And this is what, if nothing else, if you not learned in the time that we've been together, that, that you have really seen the handiwork of God. From garage to grace. From being in a garage where it would seat 20 people to a high school gymnasium that sometimes someone would show up to open the doors, sometimes they wouldn't. Didn't know if we we're gonna worship in the parking lot. To here. That's, that's just God's grace, that's all. So now, okay, I hear you, so what's that got to do with me? It's got everything to do with you. Where are you living? You in a garage? You in a rented gymnasium? Where, where are you? What are you afraid of? What's holding you back? What's holding you back to be all in with God? Don't wait for life to clear up in order for you to be all in. Because if that's the case, life will never clear up. There will always be something. So you have to figure out, okay, I can deal with my father or I can deal with my father. Begs, who's your daddy? Uh, that's another... <laughs> That's another sermon. Uh, let's stand, let's go home.